Hey everyone, a quick announcement for all you SP Streamer fans out there. The SP Streamer Pod is now proud to call the Rotorballer Podcast Network our home. Head over to Rotorballer for nonstop fantasy baseball news, analysis, and advice all season long. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode 46 for On the Bump, an SP Streamer podcast for Tuesday, June 30th. I am your host, Doug Ishikawa, and you can find me on Twitter at Coaching Ish. We're getting the band back together as another one of the On the Bump regulars makes his return to the pod. He writes for both Roto Fanatic as well as Rotorballer. Make sure to give him a follow at The Vicious. It's Mr. Dave Swan. Good morning, Dave. What's going on? Morning, Doug. Having a good day so far. Uh, just enjoying some coffee with you. There you go. Baseball talk, coffee talk. We are inching closer and closer to summer training 2.0 on Wednesday. So we're continuing our Let's Play 2 approach and are headed to both Seattle to cover the Mariners and then Toronto to talk Blue Jays. Uh, let's start with the Seattle Mariners. Who do you like out of their system, Dave? So a couple guys that I really like out of here, Doug. Um, let's start with taking away some of the, the, the guys that are just probably not going to see as much time, even though we'd like to, being Julio Rodriguez and Jared Kelenic. I just think that they're not going to make that giant impact for you to be drafting them. They're fun little players. They're definitely talented. I still think they're going to be a little bit more time away because I don't see Seattle, Seattle necessarily competing, even though it could be a crapshoot this year. I just don't see it. So let's pull up a couple of guys that we think will make a little bit more sense if you're drafting. First, we're going to take is Shed Long, the infielder. He's going to slot in at second base, most likely. He's a better defender than they had before. Uh, there, I believe it was, I think it was uh, D. Gordon or something. So uh, he's probably going to lead off in that. So you're going to see a little bit more of added value to this guy, seeing as he's going to get a little bit more counting stats, a little bit more uh, just playing time that we're going to need, especially for someone going as late as he is. I believe if you just absolutely don't take one of those second basemen up early and you just wait and wait and wait, you're going to end up being able to get a shed long for basically free. I have him in a lot of leagues as my middle infielder just – uh, take a shot, see what happens with him. There's a couple things to take a look at. He's not a big guy. He's really small. He's like 5'8". His frame is really meant to be an infielder. Because of that, he's not really going to give you this massive input and in power. He's probably going to spray the ball a little bit more around. Sprint speed of 68th percentile. He's going to you know, get on base, maybe steal a couple bases. He's never really been known for that in the minors, which is fine. Uh, that doesn't mean he can't do a little bit later on. Now, because he's a young guy, you know, he does have a tendency to strike out. About a 23% strikeout rate to a, a 9% walk rate is okay. It's manageable, especially for a guy who's growing and growing into it. Uh, as far as pop, you know, he could be a guy who hits somewhere in a normal season, around 15 home runs, uh, and he's going to help you out in counting stats a little bit, albeit the Seattle um, offense. So there's a little things to like, and I think the value is the, really the play here, taking him at second base. Yeah, I like Shed Long, too. He's going to be a good little player. Um, like you said, he's pretty much essentially going for free right now. Um, so if you need to scoop him up or if you pass on those second baseman, he's somebody that should be waiting there for that you can uh, insert into the lineup since he is going to be at the top of that order. He is going to be in those at-bats. Who's another prospect that you like out of Seattle? Doug, this is a guy I absolutely love talking about. I own him <laughs> in so many leagues from Dynasty, Redraft, anywhere. It's a guy I have to take a shot on. I believe in him so, so much. 
Uh, he was with the Golden Spikes winners, and those guys are always, always. You look it up the list of ones that have won that award, and it's just uh, stud after stud after stud. So he's got the pedigree. He was a first-round draft pick for them, 11th overall, so they're they're vested. They're going to use this guy. They have, you know, somewhat of a crowded outfield, the things considered. I still think he's going to slot in there, and there's for many, many reasons. He's a big dude, 6'4", big, beefy, and he's got a lot of power, and that's what I love about him. If you're, you know, like me, I like to push up pitching, steals early, and then wait on the power. And that's where he fits into the drafts because you can slot him into your offense, to your outfield, and he's going to produce in that. His hard hit rate, 46.5, that's perfect. You love to see that. The big eye-popping thing I love to see is the barrel rate, 23%. That would be among tops, even though he just wasn't qualified. I mean, he when he hits the ball, it goes out of the park. He just has a knack for it. Now what happens when you're a young guy who swings hard out of your shoes all the time? You strike out a ton. And this guy does that. 38% strikeout rate, that's horrible. He's got to improve on that. But, uh, you know, when he's mashing home runs, if he can do this in that 60-game season and just figure it out, could be really nice. Walking, as far as OBP leagues, terrible. 4%, that's not going to get it done. But, uh, like I said, this is a power play. You're going to look for a guy to drive in runs, produce home runs. Who knows, in the short season, average could be very wonky anyway. So, definitely a guy I would target late in your drafts for sure. Dave, did did you mention his name, or did you just go into how much you love him? Oh my God, sorry, Kyle Lewis. Kyle Lewis, <laughs> it is. I love. You know, this is a guy. Like, if you, this is one of those guys I constantly take. He is amazing. <laughs> oh, Kyle Lewis, big power bat out of Seattle, yep. shed long, uh, getting that bats uh, at the top of the order there. Uh, make sure that you go scoop both those players up. Let's head north of the border now <laughs> and and talk about Toronto. Uh, who are some prospects out of the Blue Jays? system that uh, you'll be keeping an eye on if uh, anybody's redrafting or looking at dynasty leagues or anything like that. All right. Well, for the sake of people to continue listening, I'm going to start with uh, Nate Pearson. So Nate Pearson (laughs) is the number one and probably one of the most anticipated and talked about pitchers that we're looking for in this season. Uh, Right. So he's their top prospect. We all know that. And he's a big dude, six, six. So what do you see when someone's coming at you that's that tall? They're coming downhill on you all the time. You know, fastball is just plus, plus, triple digits. You know, it pumps up to 102. Then he mixes it in with a slide, you know, a la like a Randy Johnson, just, uh, you know, just sweeper, just kind of puts you right past. And that's a great thing. So in that two pitches isn't going to make you a great pitcher. It's just going to get you there. Uh, and so he improved very, very nicely on his um, changeup. And he started throwing early accounts to kind of get ahead and then use the rest of that repertoire to work for him. And that's a great little development. He really picked it up last year, and that's what's made him vault into being one of those top guys to look at. And when you kind of have that three picks mixed and he throws a curveball in there, he's going to be, you know, a front of the rotation guy for years to come. Great dynasty pickup. You know, even in a redraft, you want to throw a dart on a guy late, you could take it. Um, High ceiling. That's one of those things. And, you know, with a lot of these young guys, people are talking about how far can they go, how many innings. Again, it's just going to be a play that you kind of have a feel thing. Do you want to take a guy that has a a shot and just could be something? And then last year he had, you know, between all his stops, I think it was A to AAA, like 100 innings pitch. So he should be good to go. I just don't think he's going to really start and get a whole bunch. But by the end of the season, if you're looking for something to pick up, uh, I would roster him that way. I don't think I, I'd take too much of that capital in draft, but I would definitely, definitely be taking him. 
Yeah, I was on the Open Bar podcast the other day, and we talked a little bit about prospects and and should teams be bringing their top prospects up. I think you know that teams like have a Mackenzie Gore out of San Diego or Gavin Lux out of L.A. Uh, for the Dodgers there, or even a Nate Pearson. I think you'll see those players. Um, I don't know what they're going to produce. You know, everybody likes that shiny new toy um, and everybody likes the sexiness of a prospect to call up, but uh, you know, have some tempered expectations at the, at the very onset, see how he maybe does. They might manipulate some service time there as well for the first start of the season, but Nate Pearson's definitely an arm out of the Toronto Blue Jays system that is seriously going to be a great, great player. Who's one more player that you like out of their system, Dave? So I had to dig around quite a bit in the system just because they have so many of those, you know, baby Blue Jays up and it's become a little bit more barren. So I'm looking at someone that could produce at least an A stat, something that would just make you want to take a flyer, take a shot or remember this name, you know, for later when you're even picking guys up. And that's um, third round pick. They had Anthony Alford. He's had a couple stops in the MLB before. I think three previous. Still a young guy. He's only 25. The big thing that really stands out to me, 96th percentile in speed. The guy is a burner, an absolute athlete. You know, swings a hot bat. He uh, hasn't put it all together as far as, uh, you know, being able to get the average and really consistent playing time and make it up into the MLB. Uh, but like I said, he's got a few things going there. In AAA, 77 games, 22 steals. In 2018, 105 games, 17 steals. This is albeit in the minors, but... In a 60-game season, if you need a guy out there that to just start swiping bags, this guy could really be that little bit of difference in there. Uh, he's just going to, you know, he's developing. Very, very much a, a work in progress. Again, that high strikeout rate. What these young guys have, you're going to have to take some of that. But like I said, you need something just for steal, steals and someone that could eventually get to that point. That's the only place in Toronto that might be able to slot somebody in is the outfield. The rest is pretty much locked and loaded with those young, youthful guys. Yeah, definitely a fun system, a fun team to keep an eye out for uh, this upcoming year. It's going to be so exciting to get back onto the diamond tomorrow, hopefully. Uh, You know, every day we hope that you head over to our site, spstreamer.com, or hit us up on Twitter. If you could hit that subscribe button or send us a review, we're so close. I think we have 49 reviews right now. If you give us 50, uh, we may throw a little draft kit your way. That would be awesome and fantastic. Dave, once again, appreciate you coming on this morning, having some baseball talk and, and some coffee with me. Thanks a lot, Doug. Always a pleasure. You're the best, man. (laughs) Thanks so much. Uh, Before we leave today, make sure to get your daily read on George Montanez over at the new rotorranks.com. They also have a podcast, so make sure that you go listen to him and Heath Caps um, every week. I think they come out with something. They're great. Uh, He dropped a good article evaluating hitters over 30 for the 2020 fantasy baseball season. You know, it's going to be a wacky and wild year. Maybe you want to take a look at, at drafting consistent players, guys that have been there before. I know we touch upon in these prospects pods uh, about some of those uh, new shiny toys that we were talking about, but make sure that you're picking up some consistent players as well. And uh, George gives a good one over there at the Rotor Ranks. That's going to do it for us today. For Dave Swan, I'm Doug Ishikawa. Thanks again for hanging with the fastest fantasy baseball morning podcast in the land. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, to cover some prospects, some good reads, and give you a quick listen during that much-needed coffee break. Take care, stay safe, and see you soon.